All right, welcome back to another episode of the Impressively Average Podcast. We got a lot to talk about. We got Matt here again. I know, back by popular demand. We got a lot of we've got a lot of messages, a lot of fan mail that they want to see Matt again. <laughs> and what better with a with a Jets win over the Packers? Oh we're yeah, all, I think we're all happy here. <clears throat> but before w. before we get into that. Um, we'll talk about the Bears game really quick. Not much to touch on there. We got uh, a stinky, stinky Thursday night game per usual. The R words win 12 to 7. And that's about it. Mike was there. Uh, you know, go for the tailgate. That's, 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 the, that's the Bears theme this season. And pretty much last season, too. But, yeah, go for the tailgate. But that's it. That's all I want to talk about. That's all I want to talk about. Um, let's just dive straight in to the Sunday slate. And we will start off by talking about Matt's Super Bowl contending Jets. Yeah. Uh, so, I got to say, the Jets uh... – I definitely didn't think they were going to be as bad as last year, but I also did not think they were going to be this good uh, right now. Their defense last year, between uh, pass rush, pass coverage, yards per game, they were ranked in pretty much dead last. And right now they are three of the four most important stats they're top ten in defense-wise. Their pass rush is really, really good. Quinn and Williams is outperforming Aaron Donald right now statistically so that definitely uh is a plus uh zach wilson hasn't really done anything the past three weeks however he hasn't really had to because Brees hall my god what a draft pick by joe douglas that man fucking genius sauce gardner Brees hall signed dj reed who dj reed and sauce gardner a top five uh cornerback tandem right now in the nfl I like what I see. And honestly, upcoming week against the Broncos, Broncos offense is kind of a doo-doo right now. They got a good defense, but their offense is a booty cheeks. Yeah, I could see him. I could see him fucking ruining Russ's day. Definitely. After watching him in many primetime games, I could definitely see some, some Jets magic. But yeah, um, Fucking Jets look good. If you would have told me that the Jets are going to be four and two right now, I would have not believed you. But then again, I remember you. This was a long time ago. This was like maybe pre before preseason. You sent a picture of someone betting on the Jets to win the Super Bowl this season at like plus. I don't even fucking know what odds it was, but it was like. I don't know, it would like a hundred to win like a hundred thousand dollars or something. I don't yeah. know, something yeah. crazy like that, that. Sounds about right. And maybe, maybe this guy is uh, from the future. Maybe yeah, he saw he... something that we all did not. Who knows? Jets, yeah. Giants, uh, Super Bowl. Oh God, <laughs> I would love to watch that Super Bowl. Actually, the Battle of New York. Yeah, the Battle of New York. <laughs> yeah, that guy is probably 
freaking changing his pants right now. Actually, it would be like the Battle of New Jersey since neither of them play in New York, sadly. (laughs) (laughs) It would be the fastest Super Bowl ever. Yeah. (laughs) The game would be like an hour and a half long because they'd run the ball 90% of the time. The final score would be like 15 to 12, all field goals. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Yeah, I would love to see that. I would love to see that. Um, yeah, I guess on the other side of the ball, um, the Packers, I have no idea what the fuck is going on with the Packers, but Aaron Rodgers looks so bad. Oh, my God. He's a really fucked up thumb, but, yeah, I mean, he looks like he looks like just not reliable at all. Like, it's not even worth even starting him. He looks terrible. <laughs> yeah. Even though they're not going to take a look at um, not starting him, but yeah, but it's just like he's just useless. Yeah, it just doesn't look like he wants to be there. Which, if I'm not mistaken, he didn't he not really want to be there in the first place. They just gave him a bunch of money, and he was like, "All right, I'll yeah. settle." Yeah, see, <laughs> see how that works out for a lot of quarterbacks in this league. Um, <laughs> not good, not fucking good at all, but yeah, that's, uh, that's about it. Uh, moving on to the Falcons and the 49ers Falcons take the dub 28 to 14 and holy shit. Falcons stay covering every week, six weeks in a row, Sheesh. stay covering. And that's Falcons a crazy are actually, Falcons are not as bad as I thought they were going to be. I thought they were going to be piss poor with Marcus. I mean, Marcus Mariota is not that good. But if you looked at the rest of that team, you would have thought that they maybe have one win by this point. And they're three and three somehow in that weak AFC South. AJ Terrell is becoming a lockdown corner for the Falcons and really giving a boost to that defense. Falcons are definitely outperforming uh, expectations. Yeah. And yeah, like you said, like the FC South, that it's up for grabs. So um, that's a huge upset right there. I know I was on the 49ers, but I guess <clears throat> on the other side of the ball, I guess the only thing you can really look out for is Brandon Ayuk. Uh, he's Definitely getting looked at, more respected by Jimmy Garoppolo. And I think he is insane. I mean, yes, they have Debo. Like, he's the total package. But I think Brandon Ayuk in the red zone and his awareness is kind of elite. And they should definitely start looking for him more. And maybe, you know, losing to the Falcons – you know, that doesn't happen. But they're also their defense didn't look that great. I mean, they just looked off. And their injuries are kind of piling up a little bit. So I can definitely see um, some kind of some kind of rebound game uh, this upcoming Sunday. Uh, so, yeah. Definitely some key things to look at. Keep betting the Falcons till it dries up. That spread is... Sean, I can't believe you didn't tasty. pick them. Yeah, I just like the 49ers a lot. So uh, it was 
it was a tough game. It was one of those games where I kept looking at my screen for like, I, I think it was like maybe 20 minutes, like just like looking at the spreads and just like thinking, I'm like, what the fuck do I do here? And yeah, I guess I just went with the better defense really. So <clears throat> yeah, but uh good, good dub for the Falcons there. That's, you know, that division is up for grabs. All right, moving on to the Browns and the Patriots. The Patriots, uh, shit, I don't know. Maybe they're turning some momentum around. I don't know. Maybe they're carrying that momentum from last week into uh, this last Sunday. But, yeah, they win 38-15. to 15. Against the Browns. Yeah, Browns are dog water. Uh, Jacoby Brissett is not it. Uh, and just overall, their offense is just not clicking with uh, Brissett at the helm. So. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, they have their identity, which is run the football, but in like a good defense, but it's just that only works so long in this league. Like, that's kind of like – that's always been kind of the Patriots. I mean, I guess, like, you could say before Tom Brady, but they've been kind of, you know, just a classic football team in the way that they run the ball, huge defense. But, yeah, I don't know. The Patriots look like they're kind of putting something together. And They got uh, Bailey Zappi, their third, third-string quarterback, throwing for over 300 yards. Yeah, that is the Belichick special finding these fucking bums off the street and turning them to all pros. Yeah, like just like finding just an average person. They probably pulled him out of the locker room. He's probably doing the laundry and just suit him up and put him out there. And somehow he's actually good. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe we'll see. I don't know. Do they get. um Uh. What's his face back? Mac Jones. Yeah. Uh, I think he's either a week or two away. But honestly, the way things are going, I'd start Billy Zappi until he start until he sucks. Yeah. I mean, I think it, you, yeah. you got to see what you got in him. And I think right now they changed up their offensive scheme. I think Joe Judge is the offensive coordinator right now. Uh, Mac Jones hasn't really. Yeah, exactly. Mac Jones. <laughs> Hasn't been great in his offensive scheme so far this year, but Bailey Zappi just comes off right off the bench and is lighting it up. So makes you think, is uh, is Bailey Zappi better for the scheme and a better fit for the Patriots right now? A little bit of QB controversy, possibly. Yeah, I could see it, honestly. But I feel like you could throw any decent quarterback in at- – Bill Belichick, and then they'll be fine. They'll they'll win. I mean, they'll win games where they're yeah. supposed to. And this was definitely a, a game that they should have won. But did I think they were going to win thirty eight to fifteen? I don't. I, I guess I didn't really see that because, I mean, Jacoby Brissett. He's he's not it, but he has been playing solid. Like he's always going to be a solid backup quarterback. I think. And that's like that's the same thing with like Mitch Trubisky. I think he could he could be a solid quarterback, backup quarterback on any team you put him on. I mean, he was with the Bills last year. Um, that's a I mean, he was a great backup for them. I think that's you know, he's just a good 
backup quarterback. And that's pretty yeah. much all you'll he'll ever be. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. The Browns are stinking. But on a good note, I guess you could say, Miles Garrett, uh, he passed Clay Matthews for the most sacks in Browns franchise history. So good for the Browns. Good for good for Miles Garrett. Yes. Boosting his stock. <laughs> All right. Let's get on to the Bucks and the Steelers. The Steelers upset the Bucks 20 to 18. Whoo shit. Does Tom Brady not look good? I mean, I don't think it's just Tom Brady, but this whole team is kind of um, not looking too great. Uh, Brady's finally kind of starting to look his age. Uh, I think that and everything going on in his personal life is starting to hit him all at the same time, and he's not performing. Did you see uh, him yelling at his offensive line? And I oh, could, yeah. I could just expect them or him saying to his line, like, I gave up my whole – my whole family for you guys. It's like, that's the thing is like, we think about like these players is like, you know, like pro football players. That's all they are. But like, yeah, that's, sh- that shit definitely like impacts you. <laughs> like there's no way that it's not like, especially how much the, gl- if you ever, if you watch the, uh, the Tom Brady um, documentary on, or I think it was like ESPN plus Hulu. Um, they glorified his like relationship. So like just see like you, you know, that something's going on. It's not, it's not like, you know, he's getting older. Like he definitely could still do what he's been doing. I mean, you saw it in that chiefs game. Like the only reason why they pretty much lost that game, in my opinion is because they kept fucking turning over the ball. And I think because of the first, first play, the, uh, the, uh, the kickoff fumble. I think that fucked the entire game for them. And I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if Brady gets the reins back together. But, um, you know, between them and the Rams, I don't know. I just don't yeah. – I don't see any glimmer of hope in the n- near future for either one of them. Um, yeah. Like kind of transitioning into Matt Stafford. Um, yeah, he – looks really bad um just he looks like detroit matt stafford but like detroit matt stafford when they were like really fucking bad and he like wanted to leave that's that's what he kind of looks like right now but i mean his old line's not really helping him at all their offense just does not look good whatsoever they have pretty much no ground game the whole cam Akers situation whatever's going on there banged his McVeigh's wife, maybe. Who knows? But uh, I guess he's on the trading block. Uh, Henderson, I don't think, has really bell cow uh, potential. I think he's better in a split. And now that he's kind of the main running back, I don't, I don't really know. And then obviously Matt Stafford's only real target is Cooper Cup. Uh, and they have no weapons really outside of that. I feel like they don't target Allen Robinson too much. Really, in general, their offense is just – not clicking uh and it's six weeks into the season and they're still kind of the same it's like the same with the broncos uh you'd think that they've turned it around by now especially defending champs but 
yeah. they still just looked super out of sync. I will say though, um, for the amount of times that they have overlooked Allen Robinson, this was kind of a good game for him to get like get started into their offensive scheme. Like before that, um, pretty much did not target him at all. But this past game, uh, playing Carolina, he had five receptions for sixty three yards and a touchdown. And I mean, that's what that's what he's there for yeah. is is a red zone target, a big body that they can get the football to in the end zone. And I, I think hopefully they start realizing they got to do that more because if they keep using cup, he's going to get hurt. The same thing happens with Jonathan Taylor. Same thing. I mean, these are running backs, but still Jonathan Taylor, Christian McCaffrey, like you start using these players more and you got to spread the field or else they're going to get fucking hurt. And then they're out yeah. for the entire season. And I don't think that the Rams need or can afford cup being out this entire season if they want to go back to the Super Bowl. But yeah, they gotta they gotta start spreading the field a little bit more. Yeah. All right. So moving on to the Bengals and the Saints. Bengals take the dub 30 to 26. Very close game. Um what'd you guys see? I didn't I didn't catch that game at all, but um yeah, I think Burrow's looking a little bit better. Um, he had a fucking outstanding game. 28 for 37, 300 yards, three passing touchdowns, yada, yada, yada. Um, really good game. I yeah, mean, uh, Jamar Chase, finally. Game. Yeah, I didn't really watch too much, but I just saw that. This is like the first game I felt like Burrow and Chase both had uh, really big games together so far this season. And last year, obviously, they had a lot of good games together throughout the entire season. So that's a good sign for the Bengals. I feel like they're starting – they kind of started off slowly, but I think they're starting to pick up steam. I still have them as my favorites to win the uh, AFC North. Yeah. Yeah, I I like them too. I mean, I think the only reason when this offense is not exciting and they're very close to losing games is when they don't – target Jamar Chase and I think we can all agree on that because the times that he that he hasn't I mean fucking they look just dead they look like there's no life in that offense at all but once they get him the ball he starts greening in the end zone there's nothing like it (laughs) there's nothing like it but yeah on the other side of the ball got the Saints um you know, Andy Dalton's kind of a uh, trash. Uh, kind of. <laughs> I had to deal with his ass for much so. <laughs> God. Uh, I think I think Andy Dalton got hurt, and Jameis <laughs> is still hurt. Yeah. So Taysom Hill might be quarterback this week. <laughs> I, I guess. I, I yeah, the Saints. I don't even know. I don't, I don't know what kind of team they are. They, it, it just looks like backyard football sometimes. And the real question is, uh, will ESPN give Taysom that dual uh, become a quarterback and tight end like they did, what was that, last year? It was, yeah. like a, it was two years ago, yeah. Uh, it was, so, it was a yeah. cheat code. 
Yeah. I mean, fuck. The only reason, the only way that works is if they actually have a, a real quarterback, like, operating. Like, that's the only way that Taysom Hill is amazing is when they actually have, like, a real quarterback. Like, last year when he started, it was one or two games, I think. Um, uh, he just looked like absolute shit. It's because he can't pass the ball. He just runs it. He's <laughs> yeah. so predictable. Yeah, he's not a quarterback. He's not a quarterback at all. But yeah, I don't know who the Saints are. Like, I mean, they gotta they gotta find their identity. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it just does not look good. They they need to have like a good solid quarterback, like a veteran. That's that's who would work on this team. And now they don't have Drew Brees, you know, got to start shopping around. And they're losing their first round pick to the Eagles since they traded up for Chris Alave. Yeah, but so, like even like who, like what veteran quarterback could they possibly get? I don't know. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I really don't know. You know? Joe Flacco? <laughs> uh, hey, hey. Okay. I mean, can't really hate on Joe Flacco too much, Matt. I mean – that's had a few, true. had a few three hundred, uh, three hundred yard games. He was kind of going off in the beginning. Yeah, he Did was. Win you two games, Matt. Uh, he won that Browns game, and I think that yeah, that that was it. Uh, because he got pooped on by the Ravens, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> but the the issue is Flacco is doing good, but in the pocket he has like the mobility of a fucking T Rex. He's so fucking <laughs> slow. <laughs> and yeah. it's like when he's evading, he's got those like little T-Rex arms and just can't get separation from the defenders. Whereas Zach Wilson is like a little gazelle in the pocket compared to him. So that's that's a uh, a plus. Yeah, that's that's good. That's good. All right, moving on to the Ravens and the Giants. Giants take the dub 24 to 20. Uh, their defense looks amazing. Um, I called it last year. I said the Giants' defense was going to be fucking sweet, and they are. And they're also 5-1. and one. So, good for the Giants. Um, are we, are we going to say that it's, uh, it's, it's Dable? Is it, is it the culture? Or is it – It's 100% Brian Dable. Yeah, Dable is – so it's not Danny Dimes. No. Well, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it's definitely that. So he, I mean, even at like Buffalo, he just, he just, you know, you could just tell he's got that, he's got that culture building. I like he it. He finds ways to win games on offense. It's crazy. Yeah. But like just scheming up random shit. It just, and, and you know, the thing is, it's like you had Joe Judge last year who, Almost had that like exact same roster, same quarterback, like weapons, all that. And then you replace Dable a year later and they're five and one. So I mean it has it all signs points to Dable's culture shift. Yeah. Making the Giants uh now a contender for <laughs> the NFC East and a playoff berth. You know what they the remind Giants. me of, dude? They remind me of the Bills in 2017. When Sean McDermott uh, started his first year in Buffalo, did a huge culture shock, just a huge culture change there. And 
I mean, they weren't that great. They ended up being nine and seven, but they found ways to win games, like just random games. And you could just tell that they wanted to play for one another. And they, they end up going to the playoffs. Yeah, and, I remember that. Like, I can see the Giants just, I don't think they're going to end up being like, I don't know. Like, they're probably going to end up being around like 10 and six, or I guess it'd be 10 and seven now. But I kind of, I don't know. They just remind me of that Bills team in the. Uh, I was at 2017. I don't know why. That was yeah. basically the first year that Brian Dable came to Buffalo. The first year McDermott came to Buffalo. The first year Brandon Bean came to Buffalo, and they just a huge culture shock. So I don't know. That's what I, I see out of this team right now. Anyways, um, <clears throat> shout out Julian Love for the game-winning interception. We used to play Fortnite together. Uh, Congratulations on becoming a captain of the Giants, and I miss playing Fortnite with you. That was really fun times. Who was Julian Love? The captain of the team. Went to Naz. No, I, oh, he went to Nazareth? Oh, yeah. Wow. He's our age. He's a dog. <laughs> <laughs> He's a dude. Yeah, if you're, if, you're, if you're listening to this right now, Julian Love, uh, Mike really misses you and wants to play Fortnite again. <laughs> I will play Fortnite with you any day of the week, Julian. <laughs> hell yeah hell yeah um did we talk about the vikings dolphins um i don't think we We covered it we did not okay so vikings win 24 to 16 um i got word it's kirk tober and um i also got word that the dolphins have no quarterbacks who are healthy and they're all brain dead. So, or their thumb is hurt or something. So, um, yeah, I guess the Dolphins, you know, before we cut out the first time, uh, I guess they are exactly who we thought they were. Um, they start off hot. Now they're back even. Three and yeah, three. Matt, what do you think about the fact that they let Teddy Bridgewater play after he didn't even start because of the concussion? Um, you know... I don't really know how I feel. I do think it's kind of funny that Tua had that concussion and they started him immediately after. And then we obviously saw what happened in that primetime game to Tua. And the same thing happens to Teddy having a concussion. And you would have thought that maybe the Dolphins would have played it more safe, given that they were getting a bunch of national attention. Uh, But he ended up playing that game. I guess, I mean, I just got to throw trust into that Dolphins uh, medical room, although I really have no trust in them after that whole two I mean, it just doesn't make sense. They start Skylar Thompson because of Teddy Bridgewater hitting his head on the turf last week. If Teddy was able to play, why wouldn't he start? Uh, after I saw what Skylar did against the Jets, uh, if Teddy was able to be cleared – Teddy was the 100% right choice to start because Thompson looked like ass. That's what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't make sense. It's like they just said, I don't know. There's some fucking weird things going on in that Dolphins. However, I do not mind Teddy starting this past week because he fed my boy uh, Tyreek Hill in one of my fantasy leagues, I think, 15 targets for uh, 12 receptions. Not bad. Yep. Yep. He, uh, He went the fuck off. Um, yeah, 12 receptions, 177 yards. Um, no touchdowns. All those went to Mike Jacecki, um, yeah, who they never look at. <laughs> and he killed the gritty. 
He absolutely murdered it. Um, I thought Kirk might have done that, but no, that was uh, that was Mike Jacecki. Dude, <laughs> thank God I switched my survivor pick to the Vikings. It was the Bucks, and then the morning of the game, I switched to the Vikings, and basically every favorite lost. So smart. This was a horrible week for survivor picks for Besides everyone. The Rams. The Rams were a clear cut. Yeah, yeah. The Rams. Yeah, Rams, but Mike, a lot of people already picked the Rams. So yeah. the only options that were really left for people to pick from were the Bucks, the Packers against the Jets, and then some people Ravens. did. Yeah, and then some people picked the Ravens. So there's now only six people left in my survivor pool, <laughs> and I'm yeah, one of guess them. Up. Guess what, Connor? I'm out on mm. my survivor on the first week from fucking Russ <laughs> going to Seattle. And then I pick my my reinstatement uh, redemption survivor league. I fucking picked the fucking bucks, <laughs> fucking dude. Ugh. I picked the I picked the the Broncos week one, and everyone gets a buyback, just one buyback. So even after all the buybacks, there's only six people left. I got screwed. <laughs> yeah, week no, I'm one. done. <laughs> Me and my dad. Yeah, no, we're yeah. It's just terrible news. Terrible news. Oh, yeah. I got to get into one of those fucking next season. Because it looks so much fun. Um, yeah, but that's going to cap all the uh, noon games plus that Panthers-Rams game. And let's get into the Jaguars and the Colts. Colts fucking don't look so stinky anymore. 34-27. to 27. Um, Matt Ryan. Remember him? Remember, remember yes. that guy? 42 for 58, 389 yards, three passing touchdowns, no interceptions, no sacks. The only thing he did wrong was one rush for negative four yards. <laughs> okay. Can we just get a round of applause for Matt Ryan, please? <laughs> um, I, you know what? It, it might be too soon, but I think – I think I finally settled into the the Matt Ryan might be back. Matt Ryan might be back. Once you did the case. Once but well, yeah, once you go there, you really you know you're setting yourself up for just like absolute failure. But hey, I'm fucking open to anything. Um the bear season is down the drain. So I really don't care. What was the name of uh, the Colts running back that started this week? It was something Jackson. Uh, is yeah Deion Jackson. Deion Jackson. So he had the highest uh fantasy point total for a Colts running back since JT last year in week eleven. And he did that in his first start. Yeah. Just I a mean, little, yeah. little tidbit. Yeah. I like him. I like him. But he is it says he is injured. So um, but I think they're getting I think they're getting Jonathan Taylor back uh next week. Maybe so, yeah, that, that's good. They're getting all the infinity stones back together, so it's, it's, I don't know, I don't know. Matt Ryan might be back. All right, looking toward the Cardinal Seahawks, Seahawks win 19 to 9. Um, Geno Smith, baby, come on, come on, Geno Smith, baby, he's fucking good, he's good. Um, you know what? I, I got no problem with betting on Geno Smith. I got no problem at all. 
<laughs> I thought I thought I would, but I mean, I like it. The Cardinals look kind of great. Yeah, well, he's not that great, but <laughs> for Geno Smith, who we thought was going to be an absolute, no, for player, sure. Like they had nothing sure. going on in Seattle. Um, is actually like winning them games. No, who's a beast on that team is Kenneth Walker. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, I mean they need someone to step up, like definitely. So that's good. Yeah, I mean we haven't really seen a lot of like running in Seattle in a long time. Um, but yeah, it's, it's fucking good. Yeah, good, good for Seattle. Cardinals fucking suck. Cardinals yeah. are not good. I think no. after this year, Cliff Kingsbury is going to get fired. Um, yeah, if. Pat Mahomes did not exist. Uh, he'd be a janitor right Dude, now. even with Patrick Mahomes existing, he still wasn't a good coach. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, keep Murray away from the uh, PlayStation, whatever he plays during double XP weekends. I don't know if they had double XP weekend this past weekend. They did. Yeah. Oh, they did. That makes so much that, sense. That makes sense. <laughs> yep. Ah, fucking goddamn it. You just can't can't stay off the uh can't stay off the the Xbox. Oh yeah, and Marquise Brown like fucked up his foot. He's yeah, out he's for six weeks, and then they signed Robbie Anderson. Yeah, with D Hop coming back this week. Oh, what a shame! Drafting D Hop in the eight, at 84th overall in fantasy. I did in oh, every league. No. I have him in every league. Every <laughs> league you should have been grabbing D Hop. Yes. Yeah. Well. That's good news. Cliff Kingsbury will get the boot. I think. Uh, I think we're all on board. I don't know. Maybe Mike still has. Yeah, maybe some hard on. Mike for can him change still. his opinion on him. He still thinks he's an average coach, which he isn't. Yeah. All right. Well, we got to move on because um, we got about four minutes left, and you I guys want to do save... a part two. Um, we don't have to do the full thirty. We can just. Start up again, just get an extra 15 20 minutes so we can actually talk about the good games because we talked about the <laughs> shitty games, the good games, aka the Bills Chiefs that Connor's exactly. been waiting to talk about this whole time because we had to, uh, you know, save enough time for Connor to uh, ejaculate all over the Bills. So, uh, before we get to that, um, <laughs> um, actually, no, let's just get to it. Fuck it, right? You want to read the ad? Yeah, um, this episode by the Roman Swipes. No, this is brought to you by water. Water is good. You should drink it every day. Stay hydrated. Specifically uh, Deer Park water. That's some quality hydration right there. Or Flint, Michigan water. I heard that's really (laughs) good too. All right. So the Bills, the Buffalo Bills win against the Kansas City Chiefs 24 to 20. Cole Josh. I mean, dude, he's the best quarterback in football right now. There, there's nothing else he ran in this point right now. There is nothing this man can't do. You can sit there all you want, Mike, and you can say that Patrick Mahomes is better because he's won in the past. But right now, this season, as we stand here, Josh is the best quarterback in the league. He's MVP. There's a reason they're Super Bowl favorites, and he's going to win Super Bowl MVP this year too. I don't see any team better than them. It's like not even close. Mm. Okay, so if you're saying Josh Allen can't do anything, can he get pregnant? Mm. 
So maybe he can't do everything. Valid, valid conversation that needs to be brought up. Can Josh Allen get fucked in the ass and become pregnant? <laughs> Shit. All that's right. What I, well, that's Connor, what I would you donate your seed for this experiment? Uh, I don't sure. think you'd have to have him donate it. He would be. He'd, I mean, he'd, he'd be, be a participant. <laughs> he, was, he would be present for this experiment. For I mean, sure. No, I'll I'll do it with, with Josh's consent. Yes, that's, I'll be gay. Now that Josh. is a mature man asking for another man's consent. That's very yeah. mature. I love I love hearing that. Yeah, that's good. That's but no, dude. I mean, like this game was very nerve wracking. Um, roller coaster of emotions. Everyone was shitting on Josh the past two times they faced each other because, well, I guess not the last game. The last game he played a perfect game. But even the game before that, I guess the game before that they won. I guess it would be two years ago when they lost in the AFC Championship. They were saying Josh is known for costly turnovers because he turned over the ball, he fumbled, and then he threw a pick. Now it's Mahomes doing it. He threw a fucking pick in the in the red zone just to go up, I think, 10 points. And he threw a pick on fourth down with double coverage. And then he threw a costly pick at the end of the game with a minute left. So I don't know. This bill seems just different than it is last year. Von Miller was a huge presence, two sacks. He forced Mahomes to throw that shitty ass pass to McCall Hardman at the end of the game where it got intercepted. I mean, there's a reason the bills went out and paid Von Miller for moments like this and then paid off. So this bill's team is different. Brandon beans constructed this entire roster perfectly. I went through every single person on their depth chart. 95% of their roster, all draft picks. I mean, that's just, and they're the best team in football. That's insane. Yeah, they're fucking doing it. They look really good. We just got to see, uh, we just got to see them in, um, in the postseason. You got to see yeah. them in playoffs. We got to see them play again. Got to see yeah, this matchup again. Yeah, but so. guess what? This game is fucking huge for the home field advantage in the in the AFC playoffs because the Bills have beaten all the, the division winners as of right now. They beat the Titans, the Chiefs, and the Ravens. So they have the advantage over all of them. They have the they have the home field advantage if it came down to a tiebreaker. So if this game, if they do have this rematch in Buffalo, there is no shot they're losing that game. Bearing injuries, but as we stand right here with this roster, even with Micah Hideout for the season and Trey White still not playing it. Yeah. There's no way they lose that game. And uh, I think this, I mean, this game was way bigger than people like think just because of the aspect of the playoff picture. So I don't know. I'm fucking fired up. I don't see any team like I, the three best teams in football right now are the Bills, Chiefs, and the Eagles. And then after that is a huge drop off. And I think the Eagles are good, but look at who they played. Mm-hmm. Very true. The Jaguars, Cardinals, Commanders, the Vikings was a good win, and they barely beat the Lions. Yeah, you know who the, uh, the Bills? The Bills' next big test is the New York Jets, the the third best team in the a- AFC as of right yeah. now. Matt, that will be. I guess that. <laughs> I mean, we'll see if that's a good game. It could also go very badly for you. Yes, that is probably what's going to happen. But I don't want to so. be rude. No, let's. Nothing against the Jets. I like what the Jets are doing. Robert Sala, maybe coach of the year. It's probably going to be yeah. Dable. I don't know. I've seen a lot of close games between the Jets and the Bills. 
I don't know. And that was when the Jets are were poo poo. So can you remind me? Wasn't um, it a couple last... years ago? It was like I... a, it was a kick. It was a field goal battle. Um, talking about the COVID year when they didn't have Von Miller. Yeah, I don't know and Josh saying. Allen wasn't a superhuman. Okay, well, okay, Josh Allen was pretty good that year. Um, okay, wait, no, but, didn't the but, Jets... but the Jets were stinky. I thought yeah, the, the Jets uh, were Jets... stinky. I thought the Jets played. I don't know if it was last year, or two years ago, but the Jets played the Bills week one, and I think we lost like twenty to seventeen. Yeah, it was close. Was that twenty nineteen, Matt? When it was Sam Darnold versus Josh in his second year, in both of their second years? Let's see. I remember yeah. that. Josh had a game-winning touchdown at the end of the game. Yeah, let's get eyes on this. Because um, I'm, I, I remember it being close. I don't know why, but I no, I know you're. I know what game you're talking about, Sean. You're talking no, about the game where it was only – you're talking about the game where was, there were six field goals by the Bills. They won 18 to, like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I know that game, but also last season, I'm pretty sure that one of the games – it was pretty close. It was like a. I don't think it was last year. Let's see, twenty twenty. Matt, look up the twenty nineteen uh, Jets Bills. That was one of Sam Darnold versus Josh. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so Jets versus Bills twenty twenty, which um, so the two games that they played was September thirteenth was uh, Jets lost seventeen to twenty seven, and then October twenty fifth. Of that same year, we lost eighteen to ten. So it was a closer game, but yeah, it was yeah. Sam Darnold versus uh, Josh Allen. Allen in the twenty-seven to seventeen game, uh, thirty-three for forty-six, three hundred and twelve yards, two TDs, and then Darnold was twenty-one for thirty-five with two two hundred fifteen yards, a touchdown, and interception. And then last year, uh, Bills beat the Jets forty-five to seventeen. And then hey, 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 the hey. second game won 27 to 10. Hmm. You don't need to talk about that. Yeah. Well, no, I, I was just bringing nice. up what you said last year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it was it. I was I was thinking about that. Um, whatever that game was, the uh, 18 to 10 or whatever. But Matt, the really close one though was our senior, or I guess my senior year of college. It was 2019 where the Bills beat the Jets by one. That was in Josh and Sam's second years. They won 17-16. It was the first week of the 2019-2020 season. So before they got digs. Yeah. Yeah. I I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see what happens. No, yeah. I mean, I just think that the Bills are on a whole nother level compared to the rest of the NFL. I just, I'm, this is the yeah. most like calm I felt a, a, about my team. I don't see anyone even close. Okay, so then if the Bills don't win the Super Bowl, yeah, it's a failed season. Yes, of course. And someone needs to be blamed. Who's to blame? Uh, I guess whoever lost them the game that they lose. Because it's a winner hit. Nope, There's it no is series. not one person. It is a whole team. Mr. Okay, Smith, so then the whole team. So the 13 seconds is on Josh Allen? Yes. How? Nine times out of ten. How is that Josh's fault? I don't know. I, I, I don't care. <laughs> Mike, you're such a troll. <laughs> <laughs> no. Right, so, yeah, um, we'll see. I mean, we don't need to – we don't need to – before we walk here, Mike, we have to see if they actually – 
you know, choke and don't win the Super Bowl. I mean, a lot of things can happen. Josh could actually get hurt. Who knows? Yeah. Anything I mean, going happen. based off of what you what you're saying, I don't see a team better than the Bills right now this season. So I agree. I agree. Like watching all these games, I really don't see a team that's better. So no. um they I they think, got I like the they Eagles, got a couple. I think of- the Eagles are the closest competitor. Yeah, yeah. Eagles. I think Eagles have. I would say right now, I think they have the most complete team, and then it's the Bills. Uh, You know, yeah. Piggybacking off of that, I think they have the most complete team, and they have a brighter future too. Because look at what they have with the Saints draft pick. I think they're they the Eagles hold the number sixth overall draft pick. Yeah, it's the number five now. Yeah, I. You know what? (laughs) It's (laughs) going off of that now. I actually do think that. Bills probably have the the best chance to win the Super Bowl, but I think the best team right now in the NFL, like future wise, like front office wise, everything, it's the Eagles all day. I don't, dude. What do you mean all day? All what? day. What are you talking about, dude? The Bills are set for the next five six years. Okay. Also, Philly is also set for the next five six years. Jalen Hurts is not Josh Allen. Yeah. I mean, that's understood. true. He's not understood. I think we all understand that, but I'm saying that the front office is definitely better for Philly. No, Brandon Bean constructed a perfect roster for the Bills. Brandon Bean, Brandon Bean. He's the best GM in football. Dude, he's literally, what do you all mean? Right. That's an opinion. That's, that's a conversation for another day. Some will agree. Some will disagree. I think. Yeah. No, nah, dude. Brandon Bean won executive of the year. When? What year? 2021. Okay, Look let's see up. who wins in 2022. Okay, back to I back. It'll be whoever the fuck <laughs> the Philly dude is or the Jets GM. I don't know. I can see that too. Yeah, but I mean, fucking Eagles are scary. There's no denying that. They're, they're fucking terrifying. So um, moving on, I guess. Great transition. Uh, Eagles win 26 to 17 against the Cowboys. Um, I don't even know if Dak would really – him coming back would make a difference. But it's just like this Eagles defense is, like, just insane. Yeah. Um, they're just playing out of their mind. And <laughs> every single one of my fantasy leagues, I'm in four this season. And I they were on the waiver wire. I just scooped them all up, every single team. And they've been, they've been helping a lot. But, yeah, no, they're – they're fucking – they're a scary team. Jalen Hurts, Devonta Smith. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. AJ They have Darius Slay, who's playing like a top three corner this year. Um, and then they have another corner. James Bradbury. Yeah, he's yeah, insane. Yeah, Bradbury. Oh. That was that, – that tandem right there with – um. CJ Gardner's been solid for C. I mean, the, overall their defense is just is very good as long as everyone stays healthy. I mean, they were a very stacked team. Yeah, Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox are those you know veteran presence players. Uh, Josh Sweat. Wasn't was he on Michigan? I forget, or maybe uh, I don't know, but. I thought, or maybe I'm confusing 
with the guy, uh, the sweat guy on the command. Montez Sweat. Oh Montez yeah, maybe Sweat that's... went to Mississippi State. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah he did. Okay. okay, never mind then. But yeah, I mean, defense just have a very well balanced defense all around. Yeah, I mean, yeah, going back to what I said, I guess on the other side of the ball is um, the Cowboys. I still don't think that, like, I mean, they played an okay game. They didn't, you know, I mean, Cooper Rush, like, he's obviously just a backup, right? Um, I think, obviously, Dak. I think Dak is better. I mean, I know there's some people out there saying that Cooper Rush is just as good um, as Dak, but, I mean, it's, like, it's Dak Prescott. Like, I mean, he's, he's he's better than Cooper Rush. I just cannot see a season where Dak doesn't like get hurt, <clears throat> get hurt, and he's out for more than like four games. Like it's gonna happen. He's not reliable. He's just a liability at this point. Yeah, like, it, I would, I would say that Cooper Rush has a higher floor than Dak, but Dak has a higher ceiling than Cooper Rush. Like on like a good day between Cooper Rush and Dak. Dak's good day is going to be way better than Cooper Rush's good day. But Dak can also suck balls and just do absolutely nothing and yeah. lose the game. But Cooper yeah. Rush is just default, like a decent game manager. But if the Cowboys want to try and win a Super Bowl this year, it has to be Dak Prescott. He's the only guy who's going to be able to do it, not Cooper Rush. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think it's just like Dak – I, I say this about a lot of players who are like who get hurt and then they're out for a majority of the season or you know a lot of games that they get into this like the psychology where it's like yes you're a pro NFL player you wanted to do this for the longest time but you're you're being you're able to just sit on the sidelines and do nothing and make the money that that you're guaranteed. I, I could see in some sense that like, you know, a lot of the time you see this with a lot of players that, you know, they get one injury that's pretty serious. Then they just, you know, all it the injuries lingers. start piling. It lingers on because I think, I think that they get a taste of the, Oh, I don't have to compete, you know, and I still get paid, you know, that might be a far stretch. And I mean, maybe it's not blatantly obvious. Maybe it's just some, a subconscious, you know, thing going on, but I could see that being, being the case because I think Dak could have started last week. I think he could have played in this. I could, I, he could have played in this game. I, I totally could have seen him playing in this game. So I don't know. He comes back. He better be fucking good. That's, that's all I'm <laughs> saying. But yeah, that's, that's all I got on the, on the Cowboys so far besides Jared Jones is old, um, but that, that's pretty much it. Did you hear what he got accused of? Jerry Jones? Being too old? Yeah. Did he do no, he got, accused, he got accused of groping a woman and sticking his tongue in her mouth. Oh, yeah. You know, I wouldn't put it past him. So. Yeah. I mean, that just sounds like he's making out with a girl. Yeah. It's just so. like let the let the man do. It. I mean, unless unless she it sounds like, like a, didn't want it. I mean, yeah, I mean, who knows? You know, but like, 
hey, good for him, I guess. And you know, <laughs> everyone's got to get some, I guess. Uh, good, right, good for though. Jerry Jones. Well, he, <laughs> it, it, they he didn't they didn't say that it wasn't consent. Yeah, just I mean, said that that's what he girl, did. <laughs> I'm basing off of like me, my like memory. I saw it this morning. The girl apparently accused him of doing that. So. Oh, Who knows? Uh, well, then, okay, well, then not, no. not good for Jerry. Then not good. Then not bad, good. Jerry Jones. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> that then that is bad, and I I do not agree to to uh, no side with with that man. Bad, bad Jerry Jones. All right, um, that's enough about his wrinkly old balls. Let's get into this Monday night game. Wow, what a fucking game we had. Um, oh, my. <laughs> the Broncos, once again, filling up a primetime slot. They take on the Chargers. And the score is 19-16. to 16. Surprised? No. Um, Low-scoring game. Not a lot of offense. Uh, I mean, in the first half, yeah. But in the second half, just went completely dry. And... That's when I'm like, ah, yeah, this this is not this is not a good game, and uh, I don't know, I I see a little little glimmer of hope for Russ. I don't know, he 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 looks a little better. No, he looks a little better. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, oh, then his last primetime game. I no. mean, it was a uh, okay. I, I'll give you that. Like compared to his last game. He's a little bit better, but my God, that second saying. half, the dude was. Oh, he was. Oh, God damn. He couldn't fucking hit Threw water. For 11 he yards jumped off of a boat over time. Yeah. yeah. No, that guy. He, I, and, and when I say a little better, I really do mean like a little better. So, eh, maybe it's trending in the right direction. Who fucking knows? But I mean, I guess we can all agree upon the fact that I'm tired of watching the Broncos in primetime. I'm also kind of getting sick of watching the Chargers too. Yeah, I would rather see. I would rather watch. I'm getting sick and tired of the Bills. I don't. I don't like it. <laughs> A little side note: uh, DraftKings boosted Herbert's uh, yeah. one plus touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, at what? It was minus eight hundred to plus uh, one ten, and it didn't hit. Yeah, and thirty six of uh, the last thirty seven games for Herbert, he threw at least one TD, mm. and somehow DraftKings just guessed it right. I mean, yeah. NFO rigged. <laughs> well, I mean, the coincidence is just uncanny. Yeah, it's 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 fucking crazy, and it just makes me hate sports books and sports betting sometimes. But fuck it, I mean, I'm not gonna stop. No, I can't, think just can't, can't, can't stop, won't stop. Yeah, I mean, he is still hurt. I mean, like I said, uh, I know it's, it's car, it, it's fractured cartilage. But it's just like it's not even just you know? that. It's just like his decision making, dude. Like he can't pick up blitzes pre-snap. I mean, the man's playing hurt. Uh, Sean, I'm talking about his head. Uh, I would also say yeah, the Broncos. You're, you're, body affects uh, your mind i'd also say the broncos offensive line is an abomination so far this season i mean i swear they just don't know how to pick up a blitz and obviously russell's not helping the cause because he needs to be the field general to see who's coming and all that and i think just in general 
quarterback and the offensive line are just not on the same page and they haven't been talking about the Broncos. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm talking about the Broncos. Um, For that reason, I really do feel good about the jets playing the Broncos this upcoming Sunday. Uh, Russell might not even play because apparently has a significant hamstring injury. Yeah. Uh, And he's coming off of that. He's coming off of that. uh, The, um, the back injury he had too. Uh, he he was injured. He had a back injury, and he played him. And he said he was fine, but he played in that game too. And I mean, he went down pretty hard a few times. So um, can't imagine so that made it work. Here's the thing, uh, Russell. Compared to, I think what their backup is Brett Ripian. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Ripian. Yeah, Ripian. Um, Russell's more mobile, and that's helped him a little bit with evading the Broncos piss poor pass protection uh brett ripian is not as mobile so the jets defensive line has been feasting so far this season uh i think that this is a very good matchup for the jets this weekend and the only way the jets lose is if zach wilson gets shit on by the broncos defense because broncos defense is good i mean it's it's a top 10 defense in the nfl right now i would say uh, that's pretty much the only glimmer of hope the Broncos have against the Jets, I feel, uh, this weekend, honestly. So whoever wins the turnover battle uh, this weekend is probably winning the game. Yeah, and to piggyback kind of what off what you said, um, yeah, their defense is amazing, right? The Broncos' D is, um, you know, really fucking good. But how long are they going to be good if they're always out there on the field? Like you see that you saw that with the Bears, um, you see that with you see that with a lot of defenses who are really good and their offense is kind of shit. Like we saw la- this past Sunday with the 49ers and the uh, and the Falcons. It, it, it's it, the more your defense is out on the field, the more people are going to get hurt. The more that they're tired, the more that the momentum swings out of their favor, they're going to fucking give up mentally not even if they know it or not so i said i think this is a fucking great matchup for the jets honestly and the, the way they're headed i could see i could see them winning by a touchdown maybe more yeah. i think it's gonna be a close game if okay so obviously my betting history is not that great but if i had to bet right now the over under is 40 and a half and the money line for the jets is plus 60 I would take the Jets money line and take the under in that game as well, because I could see that game being like a 17 to seven or like a 20 to like 13 game. I think it's going to be a low scoring game. Hmm. I might just fucking throw everything I have on Jets money line, to be honest. I think, I think they could easily win this game. <laughs> you heard it here first. You heard it here first. Okay. Anyways, let's, let's talk real quick and end the podcast with the upcoming week seven Thursday game. It's saints at Cardinals. Uh, currently Arizona is minus one and a half. I think that's um, kind of a tricky game here. I think I like saints. I think I like Saints plus one and a half. What's the spread? One and a half. Saints um, plus points. 
I think I like Cardinals only because it's not double XP weekend yet for Kyler. He's had uh, time so to watch tape. Exactly. He has time to watch tape because there's no Call of Duty weekend. He's uh, The game is coming before the weekend of gaming. So maybe he'll have a more clear head. So I'm going to have to take uh, Cardinals. Yeah, I'm going to have to take Cardinals as well. Um, only because uh, Kyler Murray, you know, he's good. Like, he's, you know, he'll have his shitty moments. But at the end of the day, I mean, we've seen him in games where he's just, like, playing out of his mind. And like you said, Matt, it's not double XP weekend. So he's, he's definitely had time to think about this game. And plus, we don't even know who the quarterback is going to be for the Saints. It'll, know be if it's, Taysom. It'll be Taysom. Well, if it's Taysom, then throw everything you have on the Cardinals. Yeah, I would, I would go Cardinals. I'm taking Cardinals because D hops back and Robbie Anderson adds to that wide receiver room. I also think that Rondell Moore is due for a good game. He was yeah. getting a lot of targets this past week, and I think <laughs> his role expanded. Moochie against the world. Let's do it. <laughs> Yeah, we know how this plays out. <laughs> All um, right. Wait, one sec. Before uh, we end, I need to give you an update on our fucking records. Oh, yeah. Oh, actually, no. You don't have to say it. All right. So, for the spreads for week six, Sean went three and ten, bringing Holy his fuck. overall record yeah. to eight and 29 and one. It's honestly impressive. Oh, but guess what? Mike also went three and ten. What? Yeah, that's right, motherfucker. Bringing his record to 21, 26, and 1. And then there's me just barely escaping, going 7 and 6, bringing my overall record to 25, 22, and 1. Now, for the player props, pretty boring. We all went 2 and 3. Bringing Sean's overall record to 8 and 12. Mike's overall record to a piss poor 6 and 14. <laughs> and then bringing mine to 500 at 10 and 10. All right, so we got some work to do. We got some work to do. All right, let's put our let's put our nose to the grindstone, as they say it, and uh, actually come up with some fucking winning picks and get back on track with the spreads because um, the first couple weeks we were fucking money, and uh, me and Mike have kind of shat the bed the past two weeks, so we do apologize for that. Um, but we'll be back on the money, that's for sure. And yeah, that's it. That's all we got for today. Uh, Make your bets. Make them wisely. And we will see you on Sunday. Peace. Cue Rasputin.